What's up guys, and welcome back to Theology Unscripted with Dr. Jones. Today we'll be answering the question that was asked at the end of the last episode. What are your thoughts towards God when bad things happen to you? This is Theology Unscripted. Okay, today we're talking problem of evil. That's going to be on the docket for podcast episode number four. Number four, baby. All right, so I'm excited about this one. David, kind of what are you uh, hoping to get out of today's episode? Well, I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are on evil, because I've always often wondered myself, why do bad things happen, you know? If God's such a good God, why does he let bad things happen to the people that he loves? Yes, it is a big question, I agree. So this is called, in the field of theology, we call it theodicy. There's lots of views on this. It's been talked about for centuries. No one's really solved it yet, but we've got some good ideas. So, yo, why don't we jump right into it? So can you do a brief summary of the problem of evil for us? Absolutely. So the problem of evil can basically be stated as saying a being that is perfectly powerful, we call him omnipotent or omnipotent, however you want to pronounce that, can prevent evil. And that a perfectly good being will prevent evil as far as possible. Uh, Since God is perfectly powerful and good, if that's what we believe, then there should be no evil. However, the problem that comes with this is that evil does exist and therefore uh, opponents of a Christian worldview would say God doesn't exist because he's either not all powerful, not all good, or both. So that kind of sums up what people would say about what is the problem of evil. Hi, Doc Jones. That was a pretty good summary of evil, but uh, why would God give any power to Satan if he knows Satan's going to use that power for evil? Yeah, the Bible doesn't say a lot directly about that, I don't think. Uh, it talks about a some kind of spiritual being in the garden, tempting mankind to sin. Uh, What we know for sure, what I read, a lot of people interpret that being to be Satan. Uh, I think that's a good interpretation, although it doesn't directly say that. This is just called some kind of being uh, known as the serpent or the snake. Uh, That being seems to be one that is in rebellion uh, against God and is trying to draw other creatures into rebellion against God. So it seems also that uh, spiritual beings, be it demons, angels, whatever you want to call them, also were given free will, at least in some sense. So uh, I don't think that Satan was given a lot of power. Uh, I think in some cases we believe Satan has more power than he really does. He can't be in two places at once. Uh, He is uh, limited in a lot of ways. And ultimately it says Jesus is going to defeat him. Uh, So again, I think God gave him power in some sense, but also has really limited his power, uh, allowed him through free will to reign for a time, uh, but eventually God's going to defeat evil once and for all, and Satan's included in that. Hi, uh, Dr. Jones. Me and a couple friends were watching South Park the other day, There's an episode where um, it was the Egyptians, and God punished them for not you know, following his way. So why would God be such a loving God but punish them so like harshly? This is a great example of the world looking at the Bible and asking questions about the problem of evil. So while maybe I don't endorse South Park in general necessarily, uh, great example because we uh, can see what the world thinks of this. So I would argue with that, especially about the Egyptians. Uh, I'd come back and say, you know, look at the first part of Exodus. You know, what does Pharaoh do? Pharaoh 
has all the baby boys in it of Israelites killed. So what is God doing? He is punishing Egypt for their evil uh, done against the Israelite families. So, uh, you know, I do think it's interesting that everyone will say, like, well, why doesn't God do anything about evil and then complain about it when he does do something about evil? God is judging. He's a just God, and he judges Egypt for their uh, their murder of Israelite children. So, I, you know, you see that, too. You know, why does God say to Israel, go into the land and kill everyone that's in there? And, you know, it's like, well, why is God so angry? Why is he doing this? Well, you know, the, the nations that they were sent in to conquer were ones, many of them, that worshipped Molech and sacrificed their children to a false god, uh, hoping to appease his wrath. And um, God, of course, he's judging those, using Israel to judge those, uh, those nations. So, uh, you know, we see God uh, enacting justice on evil all throughout the Old Testament, the New Testament, we see that. Um, and we shouldn't be concerned about it because this is God doing what he's supposed to do. All right, so Dr. Jones, tell me if I'm right or not about this whole entire why there's bad in this world. So, of course, we all know that Adam and Eve, they were given a choice to either eat the forbidden fruit, cause sin all over the world, or we just stay faithful to the Lord. And after that, they chose sin, and sin was spread out throughout the entire world for generations and generations and generations as as far as we know and and after that um we have like this like decision to either follow jesus or make the same decisions as adam and eve has made uh, in the beginning of time so am i right or wrong about this because it's it's a little so my knowledge about this is pretty slim about this, yeah. but it, it feels right. Yeah, I think you are right on. Uh, I think that the stories in the first part of Genesis are showing us what being a human is like. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say the same choice. Um, I believe the choice set before Adam and Eve is, are you going to choose my way, God says to them, are you going to choose what I have for you, are you going to choose my definition, definition of good and evil, or are you going to choose it for yourself? Are you going to try to be wise in your own eyes? Uh, and it is, that's the choice set out before any of us. You're absolutely right. I think that's a great, uh, great assessment of this whole thing. Okay, so why do bad things happen to good people, even if you follow God? Yeah, this is really what it comes down to. You know, why do bad things happen to good people, and why do good things seem to happen to bad people? Uh, and I think this really comes down to what Jesus said to the rich young ruler. The ruler calls Jesus good teacher, and Jesus replies saying, hey, why are you calling me that? No one's good but God alone. And I think that's what he's getting at is... For me, there's two categories of people when you talk about good and bad. You got good people, Jesus, and bad, everybody else. That's it. Two categories. So the problem when it comes to God's justice, God being a just God who's going to eliminate evil, is that if we truly understand ourselves, we understand that we are part of that evil. So when we talk about you know bad things happening to good people, good things happening to bad people, uh, at the end of the day, we are all... Uh, without Jesus, we are all what we'd call, quote-unquote, bad people. And I know that's kind of hard to, you know, d does it come down to works? What is it? But the only righteousness we have, 
is when we have Jesus covering our sin. When you accept him as the substitute for our sin, that is the only thing that takes us from darkness to light. But to go to the question, you know, does following God, does it, does it eliminate the bad things that could happen in our life? The first thing I want to say is that living wisely as one of God's children, I think, is the best way to live. And there's a lot of ways to avoid some of the pain in life just by living the way God has called us to. But at the same time, bad things are going to happen all the time. Uh, one of my friends, their two-month-old baby was just in the hospital for three weeks. Some of the best people I know. Why does that stuff happen? Why in the world does that happen? And my explanation for that is that it is simply the absence of God in the world due to sin. Now, is he completely absent? No, of course not. His spirit dwells with us. Spirit dwells in us as believers. Uh, but when the fall of man came, God removed himself in some ways. And you can't create darkness, right? You can't, I can't go over to the light switch on the wall and flip a light and turn on the dark, right? but I can turn it off and remove the light from the room. And it's the same way with God. When God is not present, evil is present. Evil is not a thing that can be created. Evil is just the absence of good. And so when God isn't present, evil reigns. So I think that's what we see. You know, some people will say that, well, God just causes things to happen, causes bad things to happen for the greater good. And I don't think that's the case. I think God takes bad and he gives purpose to it. I think things that happen to us, call them evil, evil things that happen to us, either by something that someone does to us or just because of just health, whatever it is, just because the world is a fallen and broken place. And that's just God allowing the world to have free will for a time. Uh, and God is going to end that suffering one day. But in the meantime, what we have is the promise that God is with us, the God that he will take what man means for evil, and he will use it for good. So I don't think God causes bad to happen. I think he does give purpose to the evil things that happen uh, and gives us a purpose in that. So just to add on to like what you were saying, I won't take too long, but also um, why God has makes some Christians who are really good Christians make their life more harder is all because he's testing them, really. Because as of what I was taught and raised to know that life we know right now is just a test and it's where we have to show God's glory or we just push it away to the side and just completely ignore on what he has to show and what he has to do for all of our lives. I definitely think God can use things to test us. I think that that is true. But I am hesitant to say that God causes things just as a test for us. I think if we go down that road, then any bad thing that happens to us could be caused by God. And uh, God absolutely can use things to test our faith. He absolutely will do that. But I am very hesitant to say that God causes them to happen just for that reason. We see that sometimes in the Bible, like test with Abraham. God sends Abraham to sacrifice his son and says, now I know that you trust me. So I, we see it in the Bible. I don't know if that happens today. I'm hesitant to say it, but you know, I, I also don't I can't read the mind of God either. He may do that, uh, but I don't see it as very common today. All right. Any other questions to wrap us up? Nah, man. I think we're good for today. Thank you for all your knowledge yeah. that you provide for us. Thank you guys for all your knowledge and asking your questions and adding your comments. Uh, love hearing from that. So thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.